Welcome to twoquestions.tv. With me today is Daphne Coffer, and we're talking about being a woman in business. Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancimo, and welcome also to another chapter of our Inspiring Women in Business series. Joining me today is Daphne Kaufer, founder of DAFDAF, a line of functional and fun products for families. She has a BA in architecture from the University of Cardiff, Wales, and AA in footwear and accessory design from FDIM Los Angeles. Her passion has always been designing for kids and families, and she's been doing so proudly and happily for over 15 years. Hi, Daphne. Welcome to the show. Hey, Susan. So great to be here. Thank well, you for having me. Your products are so fun. Can you show some of them for our audience and tell people sure. what they are? They're sure. so fun. Where do you want me to start? How far shall I go? Well, How let's go. Right. Go for it. Yes. We're going to okay. tell us your story. <laughs> okay. I'll go and get some stuff. <laughs> okay. Now, while she's getting those things, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, uh, you will not be able to see these things. So if you'd like, go to the YouTube channel. Just go to the YouTube channel and you'll be able to see all of the things that Daphne is now gathering to show our video audience. Okay. I was just explaining to the podcast listeners, they won't be able to see these things. So, all right, Daphne's back. All right. <laughs> okay. So when I started, it was basically 15, 16 years ago. And this was before I even had my own kids. Uh, I was fresh out of uh, design school. This is when I graduated with my um, accessory and footwear design. Right. Um, degree from FIDM and I really I always knew that my passion is designing for kids uh, this was very clear to me even when I was in my architectural years I that was where my heart was always so when I started I started with a shoe line and this is just oh, like cute. an example um, they were beautifully handmade so Italian and later on Portuguese um, shoes very, very high end. Again, this was before I had kids. And my idea of what functional products for kids was, was very different. And my shoes, right. for example, were on magazine like Vogue Bambini, oh. the Italian one. And Couture. Couture. <laughs> um, they were range anywhere between 100 to $200 pair of shoes. Again, totally worth the investment, but a very right. niche market. Yes. Um, I did phenomenally well with them for four and a half years. I was basically, my shoes were sold in, I think, over 20 different countries. They were in stores like Russell and Bromley um, in the UK. They were um, carried by Nordstrom here in the US. I mean, it was, I was doing well. But again, as I said, when I look back as a parent, I think I had a very um, wrong perception of what kids market is all about different perception let's say different different yeah, different. yeah. Younger perception. Right. I, mean, I should be saying wrong because there is like you know I, I still love my products and I think they're adorable but over the years then I had my son and I was pregnant with my daughter and due to you know my own personal um, health issues and things that I was coping with at the time I had to drop the ball one day just mm. because it got very challenging. So if we're talking about women in business, sometimes you have a wake up call uh, because I basically used to live my life in the factories in Europe and at trade shows and it was not working with two little babies in the house. Um, oh, oh. So <laughs> I had stopped in the middle of everything, having open orders. And I said, I'm taking one season off. Um, 
I had a lot of people asking me questions, including sales reps and, you know, people uh, hoping for me to come back, but it was a good decision. I think at the time I had to take it. Um, and I took basically that one season ended up being two, almost two years. Now that, um, wait, that company with the shoes, that was your company. It was my company. So yeah. you struck out on your own right away. I did. So yes. what made you decide to do that versus go to work for some company? It's an excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I'm being asked this question by other young entrepreneur in heart, I usually say, go and spend someone else's money before you start your own business. It was a great experience. I think I basically jumped into the water, the cold water, uh, straight mm -hmm. out of school. It is important to say that I did have six years of experience working as an architect before. So, and I come from a family of entrepreneurs. So this was something that was in my blood. I'm a fourth generation to people in manufacturing. Um, my great grandfather, my grandfather, my dad. Um, so it's something that was very clear to me from the beginning, growing up in a factory, um, that this is where I'm going to be. Um, should I have you know, jumped into it so early on in my career. Not, <laughs> <laughs> nothing would have happened if I waited for two years. Uh, but I knew what I wanted. I had an idea. So like already during school, I think I was more mature than the other students in age and in my design, basically skills and vision. And I, it was very clear to me what I wanted to achieve. So this line was in my head for a long time. And I basically went to school to basically get the tools and the connections and know-how of manufacturing, of footwear manufacturing, to be able to basically bring my dream to life. So, um, so you took your break. I took a break. And when I came back, I think I was like, you know, you take every, every time you learn how to, I think like a life of an entrepreneur is a serial product. Um, that's the way I see it. So you yeah. constantly have different projects going on. And when I came back, I said, well, I loved what I've done so far, but it's very clear to me, number one, I cannot manufacture in Europe anymore because Europe has by then became so, so expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so I need to basically move my operation to Asia, which I did. I now work out of Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I knew that I don't want to have a four season product like shoes um, I wanted a, one product item. I wanted something that I would not have to basically worry about um, inventory liquidation, something that I can basically take season through season right. um, and will require less travel for me, less you know, intense work of seasonal work every time. Um, but I still didn't know what the product was going to be. It could have been shoes. It could have been anything, basically. And I was waiting for my aha moments. Yeah. <laughs> And it came when my son, so I, my son was around three year old and he was obsessed with superheroes. Um, and one day he just came and asked for a backpack with superpowers. Um, and that's where As one does. <laughs> super me uh, backpack, um, which is by now a uh, seven year old. So this product has been a big, oh, really big thing. It has, it has a, cape. a cape in it. Oh. And it also has a mask. <gasps> and inside oh. is 
super functional backpack um, for preschoolers that is made of neoprene. You can it's basically so machine wash it. It will keep food um, cold or warm. It has a, so the whole idea was doing something very fun for the kids, but very functional. So when I set up, like, you know, I matured over time, being a mom led me to like basically <laughs> understand Yes. <laughs> that you want something that will last longer. Um, you're willing to maybe pay a little bit, you know, more prime price, but you basically want something that you'll use on a daily basis and yet your kid would love and it will be as fun. And if you gift something, you can basically look for something that will be fun for the kids and fun for the yeah. parents too. Um, so these are the super me backpacks. They had, it was a whole line. It is still a line that sells on our website, on the Daft Def website and it has lunch bags. And later on we did some hoodie backpacks for older kids. Mm. But I think like the Kate backpacks is really our signature product that lasted and is still performing extremely well for us. Um, it kind of like has a life of its own. So like when you say Amazing. you graduate from project product to product, so this is like, you know, this is like a very lunch kid that is almost like, you know, is getting into the teen years right now. So um. I don't need to invest a lot in it. Um, it basically like, you know, from time to time we'll do different colors, but it has a life of its own and it has its sales. But then there was a time about two years ago that I started feeling as if, okay, I'm ready for the next, you know, I'm ready for the next kid. Um, but again, like, you know, I was waiting for an aha moment and it came when I went to a swim class with my son again one day and remember those super me masks. So yeah. this one that was here, my son refused to put swim goggles because they were so painful and had long, beautiful, long hair. Um, the swim goggles were pulling his hair. They were not comfortable. He would swim with this. And he would be sure that this is like, you know, as good as it gets. So no need for goggles. You can be a superhero in the water. Um, and again, like my aha moment when one day I just came back home and I started thinking like, you know, can I basically like, you know, do something with this and incorporate um, the goggles into it and get fun and safety and functionality at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's when uh, basically, so... My son is Adam. That's like the Adam goggles. <laughs> but that's when, <laughs> that's when the giggly goggles were basically born. Um, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> the great thing about the giggly goggles, again, they're made, uh, I used the connections that I already had with the factory. So I stayed within the same neoprene material, mm -hmm. but this time we develop a new combination of material. They're made of texture rubber and neoprene on the outside, which and is- And they don't pull the hair. They do not pull the hair. So they're very easy. I'll demonstrate on my hair. They're super easy to put on. They have great traction um, because they have extra surface here on the mask part here. Oh there is a bungee cord here on the side. So they basically adjust to size without pulling your hair or hurting your nose here. They're fun. They're stylish. And as I said, they can even be personalized here with your own name so they never get lost. Um, um, you're grown up and you're wearing them. Do they fit adults? They totally do. <laughs> so when we started, so they come in three different sizes. Um, this is actually a new line that we just recently added, which is an adult line. It's a teen. We call it teen adult. But yes, they totally, this is what I'm wearing is the adult size. And ah. any kid 10 years old to an adult. 
um, we have, we started basically with the kids one, but as I said, there was a market demand for more and you always listen to your customers. So sure. we started with the baby size. This is yeah. the one, this is the one we had in mind with the little Velcro from the baby side. We graduated to the kid size, which is three years old to 10 years old. And now we have the team size. So we have three sizes. Um, the amazing part about this product is that, I mean, it's really the most comfortable swim goggles that you can find anywhere. Um, and we have customers coming over and over, um, getting more designs, which was a surprise to me too, because they do last, but the fun aspect of having different prints and yeah. matching into different outfits and swimwears, um, they make a great birthday present so you know people will get it for their kids and after you know two weeks I get multiple orders for like you know former birthday parties oh yeah um, they're at a very convenient price point so they basically sell for $25 um, as I said my prices kept on <laughs> adjusting over the years sure um, so they're $25 um, but you get you know, a super high quality product. Um, we make sure, I mean, as a mom, for me, one of the most important things is that a product will basically um, not just be fun and, and, you know, look well, but will actually last longer. Mm -hmm. um, we use our lenses, for example, our Italian made lenses, the neoprene that we use are basically the material that we use here for the strap is, um, the same material you use for scuba diving gear and suits. And this is a top grade neoprene that we're using. That's amazing. So, okay. You're a woman in business and you're successful. What advice do you have for other women in business? Maybe who aren't as far along as you. First of all, do something that you're passionate about. So I had so many people asking me over the years, why are you not doing this and this? I do what I'm passionate about. <laughs> and that's my, um, so for me, it's always about um, having a, a special call. Like, you know, so do something that is fun and that you're passionate about and you really truly love with all your heart. Secondly, it, I'll give an advice that I got from my own father. <laughs> who's been an entrepreneur for so many years and he used to tell me that it's like running a marathon. So basically yeah. it's not about the short distance. It's about the long run and keep in mind, you're going to have a lot of struggles. There are going to be lots of moments that you're going to want to basically just drop everything down and you know, go back to what you were doing before. Uh, but keep in mind that there is an, you know, there is an end point and there is yeah. a really, um, rewarding and amazing um, goal at the very end and have this in mind and know that you're ready to basically face those struggles but you know wake up the following morning and you know with a smile and keep things in proportion never let this affect your family life so try <laughs> but right? I have that you know things are very disappointing disappointing things are happening and I get phone calls that get me, you know, things that I thought were sealed were not. And, and then I pick up my kids and I try to basically get into my quiet zone and put this behind me and not let this affect my family life. So know how to prioritize. That will be another big one for me. I find the, the, the separation between business and personal that transition is always a little rocky for me 
<laughs> because I'm, you know, in my work mode and I'm assertive and I'm doing things and I'm, you know, doing all these things. And then when I'm home with my husband, I want to be a little softer, a little more gentle. <laughs> I'm not being aggressive at work, but, but I, I want to tone it down a little bit for when I'm at home. And, and I always find that a little, that transition a little tricky. Do you have a similar struggle or do you just kind of find your quiet space and you're good? I totally do. <laughs> this is why I need to remind myself <laughs> to make, I mean, if it was natural to me, uh, no. So I really like, you know, I, I work really hard on myself to basically try and make the separation and yeah. to the degree that I refuse to talk work. So if, if I get phone calls, I used to basically have phone, like, you know, respond when I'm with my kids, it's five, it's five thirty, and I still have stores or customers calling me. Mm -hmm. I used to pick up the phone and then I'll get into it and my kids are there and you know, something is happening. I don't do it anymore. So it's, a, I try to make very, very clear separations of work hours. Yeah. Um, and I think this is what lets me keep my sanity. Um, yes. And I try not to talk any work matters in front of my kids, unless they are asking questions, which they do sometimes, but I let them take the lead. I don't want to, you know, I, I, I learned again, something else that I learned, like, you know, my kids are my models and my inspiration and they do, but to some degree, sometimes I get tired of this. So I yeah. try to basically like make a very clear separation or, of our family life and my work life. Very cool. Great advice. Daphne, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Susan. That was my pleasure. I'm excited to get my pair of goggles because swim goggles are always so uncomfortable and they pull my hair. <laughs> All right. Viewers, thanks for watching. We'll have links down below in the show notes. So if you want to get your goggles or your backpacks for your kids, that's where you'll find them. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.